The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. This is Spring Training Tuesday. Same lovable ESPN Chicago host, but paired with different radio partners. Spring Training Tuesday continues on ESPN Chicago. Every Tuesday, March. It's been a fun day. Waddle and a dollar early this morning. Hoodie and Sylvie were on. And then there was the good kid with black cap and Carmen for Waddle and Sylvie now. And at uh, 6 tonight, local programming rolls on with Tyler and Meller. The guys are on the other side of the glass now. So would you rather Thursday? Get your would you rathers in. Hashtag WS would you rather on Twitter. And, of course, we have station trivia later on for some tickets for the 25th anniversary show, which is happening Friday, March 24th at the House of Blues. So we're busy. All this NFL news. Tag deadline was about an hour ago. Lamar Jackson tagged. Saquon Barkley tagged. Dan Dimes got his new deal four years, $160 million. So we've been reacting to all that. Your, your guy, LaGrange Bob, hung up. I said, don't go anywhere. And he hung up. Hey, LaGrange Bob, call back. Come on, Come on Bob. Man, we can tangle. What are you doing? It's what the fun of it is. We got Bear Fan Bob on the line, but we wanted LaGrange Bob back. Yeah, I had to get into it with him yesterday. Which one? LaGrange Bob? Yes. Okay, well, he, come on, Bob. He said that Justin Fields is better than Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams lost to Tulane. I said he threw for 462 yeah, and he five was pretty scores awesome in that, that game. game. He was. He was pretty awesome in that game. Yeah. I hope Justin Fields will be better than him. We don't know. It's hard. I don't want to even start comparing to Let's go, LaGrange Bob. Get on the phone. Back on the phone, LaGrange Bob. Come on. While we wait, uh, I want to play Peter King from yesterday because the one, I've said it a couple times. I said it to Yurko. I said it in the meeting upstairs. I said, could it be that nobody's calling Ryan Poles? And he's like, damn. We got to drum up some interest. Get Albert Breer. Get uh, Peter King. I'm going to go on with Hoodie and Cap. Yeah. I'm going to call everybody and be like, we're going to go on Pardon My Take. Wow. And you guys aren't going to believe the calls we're getting. <laughs> because he's being so trans. It's like, when have you heard a GM talk like this? Can you imagine that? Where he's just like, oh, I, we can get uh, one next year and a one the year after that and some twos and threes. Like, what if I'm playing devil's advocate totally? Because I think they're going to get a ransom. I really, I think they're going to get a king's ransom. But what if he's like, nobody's calling? Imagine that Brandon Faber sitting up there and. Wow, things sound but Not a call! Not one. Who else can I talk to in the like, media? <laughs> he, he pokes his head out the door and he's like, Hey, Brandon, um, is my phone working? Yeah, yeah, it works. What do you, what do you call the GM? What do you bill? call the coach? Coach, what do you call the GM? Is he call him GM or does he call him Ryan? Right. Yeah, Ryan, it works. Hmm. Call my he's phone. Up the landline. For whatever he's reason, like, it's not ringing. There's no dial tone. <laughs> I don't understand. You want what? Are you, getting, are you getting text messages? And it's he, like, what if he's, nobody's calling? He does the move where he, he flips his uh, ringer on and off on his yeah, cell phone just to I've make sure. That. He's like, is this on silent? I've no. done that. I've been Brandon, like, Wait. text me and see, see if it goes like, through. I don't think my text, Cap, send me a text. I don't think my texts <laughs> are going through. Oh, no, I got it. And so he's like, he's like when's, we, the, when's the last time I powered my phone off? 
I'm going to restart I'm it. I'm going to restart it. See, oh, there's Chris Ballard. Like, Hang on. Chris, did you try and reach me earlier? Because I've no. never seen a GM like he's making the rounds being like you won't believe what we're, people are calling. Like we went from Ryan Pace, who would not talk at all, or AK and Eversley, who oh, yeah, that, do the give minimum. Me a break. Give me a break. To Ryan Poles. He's everywhere. And so I just, Nicest I just guy in the threw world. it out there a couple times. I said it last week to Yurko, and I said it to you guys in the meeting upstairs. I go, any chance he's full of it and he's just trying to drum up some interest? Well, Peter King, which one should I play, uh, Mellor? Should I play the 36-second yes. one? The first, the first one, uh, yes. Yeah, because the guys sort of like were hinting at this a little bit with Peter King yesterday because he had a good almost hour conversation with Poles, and Poles was open and transparent with him as he wrote about in Football Morning in America yesterday. Here was Peter with the guys yesterday afternoon. I have been surprised at the reaction. I had a couple of phone calls from people around the league uh, asking me about this, including one of the teams in the top ten who said the Bears better not overplay their hand. And I said to them, now, now wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, let's let's be, let's try to be a little bit honest slash fair. Look, I think what Ryan Poles is doing is he is playing the market. He's playing the market. But Peter just told you sort of what we're and, – and, we're, and I'm, we're admittedly having a little bit of fun with it. And, again, sort of just trying to take the other approach just to wonder about it. But Peter said there was some – not – not uh, there was some uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? There was some um, – I don't want to say pushback. I'm, I'm struggling to think of the, the right word. Yeah, maybe chatter in the wake of his column that, hey, they better be careful not to overplay it too much. But Peter, again, he goes on to sort of reiterate to the guys that he's not overplaying it, that there is serious interest, that it is out there right now. I think what Ryan Poles is doing is he is playing the market, okay? And in the market right now, our teams at number two, number four, number seven, number nine, and perhaps at number five with Seattle, but probably not. Um, he's got teams, and then you go down to Tennessee, and if you want to go way down, then you got Washington. But but you've got a lot of teams that are interested in uh, in moving up. Okay, let's just go back two years. Okay, when Miami had the third pick in the draft and traded down to number 12, that's nine spots. Okay, if Chicago has the one and trades it down to nine, you know, that's eight spots, but it is the first pick in the draft. So theoretically, it should be worth more than Miami trading from, uh, you know, from three to 12. And let's remember what Miami got. Miami got a one in 21, that that 12th overall pick. They got a one in 22 and a one in 23 and a third-round pick in 22. So for anybody to think that it's outlandish or way too much to think that Ryan Poles has a one in 24 and a one in 25 in addition to the lower one in 23 is crazy. Yeah. You know, he's going to get at least the extra two ones if he makes, or if and when he makes this trade. And I think 
you'll get more than that. And I said yesterday, Cap, like reading Peter King's column yesterday morning it's over great, a cup. It's of, a great it read. Over a cup of my Stella Blue uh, dark roast, mm-hmm. by the way. I was like, I told your guys, like, the endorphins are go. I was like, this is awesome. Like, they're going to get a one and a one and, a, and maybe another one in 25. And they're going to get, a, you know, they're going to get ones in 24 and 25. And they'll obviously have one for wherever they move back. And then they're going to get a couple of twos. And maybe I'm like, this is going to be phenomenal. So I do believe that it is possible and likely. And I think it sets up quite well for Ryan Poles because he seems to be a guy that wants many swings at this so thing over the next So what if you are just getting up and Karen says to you, uh, Carmen, your producer's been texting trying to reach you. What's up? Bears are making a tr- uh, deciding not to trade. I'd They're going nuts. to pick Will I'd Anderson at one. I'd go nuts. <laughs> I'd go nuts. I'd say that can't be. Don't mess with me. There's absolutely no possible way. How does Lamar Jackson change any of this now? And... You know, like, does it t- the Seahawks probably weren't in on it anyway. Atlanta Re-sign and Gino. Who's the other one? Atlanta and who just well, said Atlanta no? Atlanta said no and Washington, Washington. said Washington. no. And Miller goes, why would Washington say no? I know it doesn't. T- you tell me. Why would Washington remove themselves from the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? They're worried about the guaranteed money? That'd be my guess. They're worried about a player who might only be able to give them 10 games a year, and they're worried about the guaranteed money? Could it, that be it? Eric Bieniemy may not be in on it. May make may go my mm. offense and that guy no. Mm. Well, he probably should be. I think I I I don't know why any coordinator would look at Lamar Jackson and go, no, he's not for me. Unless you're worried about injuries. Right, he gets hurt. He's been hurt each of the last two years. He did not go to the playoff game. Uh, that's correct. Well, wait. Uh, he did not travel with them to the playoff game. Well, yeah, no, no, this pa- no, this past year. They didn't have a playoff game. Yeah, they did. They lost to the Bengals. Huntley started. Tyler Huntley started. Oh, yeah, Waddle, that's right. They Waddle said in. this morning. That's right. That's right. He stayed home. That's right. Okay, well, who stays home? Well, listen, he's been Because they lost the division, but they had the wild card, right? Correct. Right. Yeah, Lamar's yeah. been annoyed. The reason he didn't go is because he's annoyed with his contract situation. Yeah, I mean, how much how much is another team going to look at that and say that that that's going to factor into our calculus? Isn't that kind of that was sort of clear? Hey, Plus, man, they didn't go to Bo Callahan's birthday party, and he <laughs> took a linebacker. <laughs> if you're Ron Rivera, like this could be the thing that saves your job too. Yeah, why would they not be in on it if you're Washington? Doesn't make as much sense for Washington. I don't know. It might not make sense for Atlanta. Although you think Washington is a little bit more ready-made to win right now. Washington's got a pretty decent roster when you look at it. They do. They've got some playmakers on offense. They've got a good defense. What are they missing? You're missing a quarterback. You're right. I mean, the same with the Jets. But you can understand why the yeah, Jets. Yeah, you can understand why the Jets are doing what they're, they're in doing. on Rodgers. Right. That makes more. You it know, does. But like, why wouldn't Washington be in on Rodgers? Because it's the NFC. Um. And they're- I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that Rodgers has any desire to go there. He obviously has a desire to go to the Jets. So where's Garoppolo going in all this? Great question. But he's even. But like, the, the, he's, that Washington a- would be so quick to dismiss it is a little odd. That's that's all I'm asking. It, it is. It doesn't like. And if you're Eric Bieniemy, man, boy, you are confident in your abilities, you really, aren't you? Yeah, and you better be. You better be as good as you think. Because that that is odd. I mean, Washington, much more than Atlanta, has a roster that is capable of being quite good. If your quarterback was at the was an MVP caliber player, the way Lamar Jackson is, and so it is odd. I'm not surprised with Atlanta. 
especially considering where they're picking and everything. Say, but I, I'll but add I'm surprised with Washington. If you're if you're a team that's picking in the lower half of the NFL draft this year, you automatically know that one of the first rounders you would be giving up to Baltimore right. is going to be a lower pick. And your hope is, cross your fingers, that if you're signing Lamar Jackson, chances are next year it's going to be another pick low, in the bottom lower. half of the... So Washington's picking 16. So the, it you may know, seem it, like the ideal scenario. It, it, it is surprising. I, I was... So who's... Taylor Heineke? That's what we're doing? No, no they moved on. They're going with Sam Howell probably, Okay, Howell. Which is... Heineke, Heineke's still their property. No, no, he's a free agent. Uh, yeah, Heineke's he's a free, free agent. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It is, uh, it is surprising... That Washington would be so quick to come out. I don't know who reported that. Is that is this a guarantee? I mean, do we know for sure? The commanders was Kimberly A. Martin, and then Rossini was on the Falcons. Okay. And so these are people that are plugged into these franchises, and if they're saying, no, the word is, they're not in on it. it Washington's surprising. I mean, maybe, the, you know, maybe this does hurt the Bears' leverage because the Panthers, yeah. who are sitting at nine, and we know we've heard time and time again that David Tepper wants a franchise quarterback in Carolina. Apparently, if, he's telling people internally he wants it now. That, you know, like they, we want it correct. now. But we think want about it, guys. Now. If Peter King just laid out why the Bears should get three first rounders in total, including you know this year's pick, whatever team they're giving, whatever team they'd be trading with. If the if you're willing to give up three first rounders to move up for number one this year, right? Why wouldn't you at least consider two first rounders for Lamar Jackson? Yes, for the for a proven commodity. A yes, a guy who's been hurt each of the last two years, but a very proven commodity who's won an MVP wow. in this league. It, what this carousel, man? Crazy. Well, I just think the, once next week, once Monday rolls around. Too. The one thing I will say about Lamar's injuries: the last two injuries he has sustained have come in the pocket. So for people talking about, oh, it's the style of play that he plays, the last two have come in the pocket. Well, and haven't you heard the whispers that had Lamar Jackson not been haggling over a contract with the Baltimore Ravens, he, he would, would have, have played been playing the playoff. He would have been playing maybe even the last couple of weeks. Crazy. That he would have maybe played week 18, he would have played in the playoff game. So that's a fair counter, Tyler. Let's go to Bear Fan Bob on ESPN 1000. What up, Bob? Bob, hey! Hey, good afternoon. Camp, it's been a long time. I saw you the last time I gave Hollingsworth a Billy Pierce baseball. Do you remember? I do remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, a long time. Anyways, I was listening to your talk about Justin Fields. I call him Justin Douglas. The issue with this kid is, Carmen, I don't know if you know or not. Bobby Douglas. I got double nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got double nosebleed seats up there at Soldier Field, yep. and I go to all of the game, all of the games, all of them. And I sit up there and I watch this kid, and it seems like to me he gets the ball and he goes through one progression, maybe the second progression, maybe maybe not, and it's he gets spooked or he feels like he's got to throw the ball, or maybe because he's had improper coaching his first year and he's got to get rid of the ball because he's got the ghost behind him. I don't know what it is, but he never goes through all of his reads. And I don't know why he does that. And probably better than 60% of the time, he really doesn't have to do that. And he just takes off running. Why he does that, I don't know. And I don't well, know if this is a fixable problem or not. He probably so, he probably yeah. does it, Bob, because he's such a superb athlete. And you saw the way he could, you know, what he could do yeah. with his legs. I mean, I think that was sort of his, it was his fallback. Yeah, I got right? all it's, that part. I got that, but he's going to get killed doing yes, it. Yes, you're right. You know, it's got to be coached out of him. You're right about that. Yeah, and they're going to spy him is what's going to happen, and that's what that's what happened before. You're, you're not, you know? Bobby, you're not wrong about that at he's all. He's not. That it's not sustainable, and it's got to be coached out of him. I still don't know that I like the whole Justin doesn't 
process. Justin I think Douglas. he's a fr- Justin Douglas. I think there's too much unwillingness to let it rip. And he can't be so hung up on my receiver's not open. Being open in the NFL and being open in college are two very different things. They are worlds apart. And if you're waiting for guys to be wide open and that's the only time you're going to throw it to them, you have zero shot of succeeding in the NFL. And he's got to realize that. And there was a stat, and it was like week four or five maybe, Cap, that I gave this stat. Maybe it was week five. I don't know, wherever it was. It might have been through four weeks of the NFL season. Justin Fields had zero tight window throws. The next closest quarterback in the NFL had seven. And most quarterbacks at that point are already going to have a dozen, Mm -hmm. if not more. He had zero. Now, does that mean... He doesn't have those throws because his I'm receivers sorry, have no separation. A, no. But I would think you'd take chances. That is that is a quarterback that is being unwilling to throw it into a tight window. And you cannot flourish or run any sort of competent offense in the NFL if you do not have a quarterback that's willing to do that. Wow. And so that's what's got to change. I think he can read a defense. I don't think that's a fair criticism of Justin. Now, maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think that's the fair criticism. They've got to convince him to let it rip and not do what the coach told you. At the blackjack table, he does too often, and that's tuck and uh, run. Tuck and run. Go on. By the way, you want an update on Rodgers? Yes, go ahead. Rich Samini, who is the ESPN reporter for the Jets. The Jets. Right? Yeah. Latest installment of Where's Woody? That's the owner of the Jets. His private jet currently, this is says of Where's two minutes ago, Woody? is now on a short flight to LAX. They must have landed at an airstrip somewhere else. Unclear if Jets contingent slash Rogers are on board, but just speculating, they may be whining and dining Rogers somewhere in the LA area. In LA, huh? Oh boy. How about that? So this looks like it's gonna happen. Where do you want to go next here? Let's go to how about Ike on the south side? What up, Ike? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, I was listening to the last caller, and I was just wondering, like, what team he's been watching. He was giving all these descriptors of, like, how long Justin holds the ball and how long it takes him to make reads. He doesn't even have as much time as it took for him to say all that crap before he's getting his head knocked off. He held, like, we well, have no... I, I do think if you looked at the metrics, like, I think, I think uh, Fields is... Uh, time to throw was one of the higher in the NFL. If I'm not, I could be wrong about that. It was for a certain duration during last year too. So it's not totally untrue. I don't agree with all the, you know, necessarily all the criticism, but that's not totally untrue. Well, I mean, I, I, I will say that he, he doesn't pull the trigger because he doesn't want to throw interceptions because yeah. receivers aren't getting open. But I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a whole picture. It's a whole picture, and when you have somebody who is this athletic, who has this type of arm, who has this type of potential, it's just a matter of, of, of developing them, and it's yes. a matter of organizationally. Because if you look at, like, quarterbacks just coming out of school that are highly touted over the last few years, you know, it's like, you know, it, it, it all just matters of how they develop and how they're, they're, they're taught and trained in the NFL. I remember Sam Darnold was going to be the, the second mm. coming of – Whoever you want to say, I remember uh, 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 um, the the kid with the broken shoulder from Cleveland was going Baker. to be uh, Baker Mayfield was going to be, you know what I mean? Uh, the next uh, Drew Brees, uh, Kyler Murray was supposed to be something special, but now it's like, 
he's sitting on his couch swinging his feet playing Fortnite. It's like you you need to develop guys. You need to build around guys. And a lot of these things are organizational failures, not giving them what they need to succeed, yep. other than you know hundreds I, of millions of dollars. I know. I, I Thanks. I think he's earned at least – and look, that's where the Bears are. The, the, we know who the quarterback is next year. It's Justin. Will he be in 2024? Don't know. That remains to be seen. Yes, it does, Cap. But – it's a great they, question. They don't have to make a commitment to him until after this year anyway. Do with this what you will, gentlemen. Average time that the quarterback had in the pocket between the snap and throwing the ball. Or pressure collapsing the pocket in terms of seconds last year. Justin Fields was number one in the NFL with 2.7 seconds. He had the most time. Correct. Okay, so do with it what you will with that stat, and it can probably be manipulated in a few different ways, and the Bears receiving core probably had a lot to do with that. Justin Fields had more time than any other quarterback in football last year. Again, this is between the ball being snapped and throwing the ball or pressure collapsing the pocket. Okay, so Tom Brady had a clock with a horn installed in Tampa. Mm-hmm. This is per Coach Wanstead telling us this on okay. TV. And at 2.5 seconds, that's usually what they want. It goes off. Yes. <clears throat> that's usually. And Tom said, if we get to that horn, that's on me. You've, the you ball has got to come out within 2.5. If you're holding it any longer than that, that's on the quarterback. General rule of thumb. Unless you're talking about an offensive line that is tremendous and is affording your passer a great amount Tom of time. Tom had a good offensive line. Well, they Not this beat year, up a lot but this year. Oh, I see. Le- yeah. Prior. 2.5 2. is a normal sort of, I think, baseline for most of these guys. Right. Justin had 2.7, which was the most in the NFL. Again, what do they say about statistics? Torture the numbers long enough, they'll tell you anything you they want. You can get right? fine yeah. stats to make it work right. any and way so, you want. But, I mean, that, you know, to say that he had no time would be a little bit inaccurate, I think. How about JR and Berlin? What up, JR? Yo, what's up, guys? How are you, uh, hey, Real so, quick, I just wanted to touch on that uh, stat you were talking about, man. Uh, you know, I, I hear Yurko say all the time, I'm going to trust my eyes. Mm-hmm. And my eyes tell me, man, Justin Fields had no time. I mean, all basically from what I saw uh, last year when when, uh, uh, when the Bears passing game, all their passing game was based on play action or, or RPOs or, or any of that. Anytime he dropped back, anytime he dropped back, I saw the, the defense, especially late in the game when the defense knew he was going to drop back, they were all over him. He had no time. And that's just, just based on my eyes. I don't know what... I, again, well, I, I don't mean, know. Okay, I mean, I don't know that it's uh, again. Could there be some nuance in that stat? I, yeah, but I, I don't know that there's any subjectivity in it. I'm giving you the actual number. <laughs> that, no, that, I, I get it. I, I get it. I'm just saying. I'm basing it on what I saw last year, based on my opinion okay. and my eyes. All right. That's all I could say about that. Okay. But uh, what uh, I just wanted to say, uh, real quick. I don't know if this is being. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not being realistic here, but I'm thinking, what if uh, if the Bears could sign or um, Orlando Brown yeah. and still go after Jawan Taylor or the uh, Caleb uh, McGarry? I don't think they're going to be Boy, in on Orlando Brown. If you believe Greg Gabriel, did you see his tweet Boy, about it? Gabriel say I, that's all. Uh, Jr. Thanks. I don't know if they're going to be going after three of those guys in free agency either. I think one, and then they'll draft another offensive lineman. But uh, what did Gabriel say? Hold about on, I got to find it. Uh... Did he say that he's going to stay in KC? No. Oh. That he's that not he doesn't a, like him? 
He's not a fit, I believe, is what he said. Waddle read it earlier. I will find it, and I will read it to you. Okay. Uh, Orlando Brown struggled early in the year. I thought he got much better as the season went on. I think some of that could have had to do with the fact that he was sort of holding out as he signed the franchise tag later, and he got to camp later. That could have had something to do with the early struggles. I think he acquitted himself a little bit better as the season went on, but I think you'd be overpaying for him, but you're always overpaying free agency. Greg Gabriel, who had 28 years in the NFL. Long time. I have some news for Bears fans. If Orlando Brown becomes a free agent next week, the Bears will not be trying to sign him. Hmm. The outside zone scheme requires athletic tackles who can play in space. Brown cannot do that even in his dreams. Okay. We'll Holes see. was part of the crew that brought him to Kansas City, but maybe it's something specific to the blocking scheme that's a little different and he wouldn't be a good fit. Correct. Poles likes the smaller, more agile lineman, right? We do know that, doesn't he? Orlando Brown ain't small. He says you would have to completely change the philosophy of the scheme, and that is not going to happen. See, it's March uh, 7th, and uh, full phone lines on the NFL. It's, it's unbelievable, about the NFL man. moving the meter. Um, all right, we're literally jammed. We're, we're jammed up. We'll take as many calls as we can here. We got time. We don't have any more guests. We're here to have fun with you and get you home. Spring trading, that's why you got Captain Carmen for Waddle and Sylvie. We'll be right back. This is Spring Trading Tuesday. Same lovable ESPN Chicago host, but paired with different radio partners. How are we going to work this? Same way we always do. I interrogate him, you write it down. Spring Trading Tuesday continues on ESPN Chicago. Uh, We're uh, having fun talking NFL, and there's a lot of fascinating things happening with this Lamar Jackson news that he is getting the non-exclusive franchise tender so he's free to negotiate himself because he doesn't have an agent with other teams we're trying to figure out where he's going to go the teams that will reportedly not be pursuing a deal for lamar include field yates tweeted this falcons dolphins panthers raiders and commanders washington surprises us probably more than any other because they seem to have the type of roster that's good enough where all you're missing is a quarterback they're picking 16th this year. All goes well in the 2023 season. You're picking what? Maybe 25th next year? Like, you're not willing to go after Lamar Jackson for that? It's a little surprising. And then Meller just blew our mind. Somebody over there just said it and goes, how awesome would it be if Pittsburgh got in on this? And I'm like, that would be awesome. Like, just the ultimate <laughs> oh, FUT arrival. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> And if Pittsburgh. you're the Ravens, the Steelers, like, sign him to a big money deal. Dude. And the Ravens and are like. Pickett's in a Raven uniform. Or he's the backup. I mean, I, I don't know. And like, then they cut Mitch. Well, for sure. And he might be cut anyway. Like, I could see if Pittsburgh did that. They go, we kind of have somewhat of an asset in Kenny Pickett. I mean, the, the young, controllable quarterback. Just came out and said, we love Mitchell Trubisky. He's staying here. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, not if they sign Lamar Jackson. No. <laughs> Lamar? I mean, the Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It would be, that would be so juicy, so soap opera, so great for the NFL. I mean, I would love that. It's probably extremely far-fetched, but you want to talk about a roster that could slide a MVP caliber quarterback in and we're off and running. I mean, it'd be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, they're not on the will not pursue him list yet, so. Correct. Falcons, Dolphins, Panthers, Commanders, Raiders, it looks like. Again, the five-packet teams that will not be now. Panthers is good for the Bears, right, guys? 
And that's what we were discussing. I think it a seems lot of like these are that, that, good for the Bears, right? The Raiders, the Raiders, and Raiders, Panthers, Panthers Panth- Falcons. And Falcons, all three teams that need a quarterback. That all in the have, top ten, exactly. So it's all good for the Bears. Reportedly, not pursuing a deal for Lamar Jackson. Let's Jeez, go crazy. By the way, in McShay's latest mock draft, mm-hmm. he's got the Bears moving back twice, which I think he wrote would be the first time since like probably since the modern draft, which they consider I think sixty seven. They consider the the modern era draft. It would be the first time that a team's ever done that. I think I read that. Uh, he's got the Bears moving back twice. He's got Jalen Carter falling to Houston at 12. Boy, if that's the case, Houston's going to end up with one hell of a player. He has the Bears ultimately stopping uh, at 7, getting Pete Skaronsky, who Yurko loves his feet, doesn't love. Because they say he has shorter arms. Yeah. So does the guy in... L.A. Chargers. So does Rashawn Slater, who's phenomenal. He's a At least good we player. think he's going to be phenomenal. So unfortunately, he missed his whole second year this year. Or, you know, I think he got a hurt in week two. A good portion of it. I think he got hurt in week two. Uh, but he looks like he's going to be phenomenal. He had a great rookie year a year ago. Two By the way, ago. I need a cigarette. Do you? Because we're talking so much football? Or just, no, because okay. I just saw something pop up on Twitter. Pete Crow Armstrong just made a diving catch oh, yeah? to the base of the wall. Oh, look at you. Let's go! Anybody staying up tonight for Cuba, Netherlands? 10 o'clock, baby, right? Starts or no, at 10. Is it 9 o'clock? Starts at 10. Can okay. we gamble on that? Why not? Oh, I'm yeah, sure probably. you can. I guarantee you can. I'll be staying. Look, not that it's that late tonight. I don't know that I'll make the whole game, but I'll be watching it tonight. First game what of the WBC. On? Uh, Fox Sports 1. Okay. FS1 we tonight. talking about, I'm sure some of these games are on MLB Network, too. So I have MLB. I have YouTube TV. So does Tyler, I think, right? You yeah. have YouTube mm-hmm. TV. And so they do, they're in a disagreement with MLB. I hope they get it fixed by opening day because I watch a lot of MLB Network in season. It doesn't matter now. But I like MLB Network. I hope YouTube. It's a great channel. It's great. I hope they get that worked out because I want to be able to watch MLB Network. But tonight's game is FS1, so I will be watching at 10 tonight. So bookies.com. Yeah, you can bet on it, right? Yeah. Just came out with the Lamar Jackson trade odds. Oh, they Who did? is the favorite? Um, hold Patriots? Oh, Patriots is interesting. Because uh, like, we've ruled Patriots out five are not teams. on the list. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams, and then the field. The field is, it, is 17 to 1. Is it an AFC team? It is. Is it a team? Well, okay. I was going to ask you, is it a not team right. on the, the no... Not interested a, list. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, the Miami. Falcons. No, Mi- no. Falcons, Falcons are the AFC. second choice. Miami. Nope. Miami's eighteen to so one. It's Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders are three to one. Yeah, but they were the favorite for Rodgers, and they're not getting them either. The Falcons are three and a half to one. The Panthers are four to one. Can you tell me the fourth choice all... at plus four seventy five? Fourth choice. Uh, like everybody else's odds are so. Wait, seven, right, so what teams worse. did you just mention? Raiders, Raiders, Falcons, Panthers. They're all on the no right. Deal and then the there's a team at plus four seventy five with a, an implied probability of seventeen point four percent that they get him. Then it's the Jets seven to one. That's yeah, going to fall off because it's going to be Aaron. Baltimore uh, Ravens seven and a half to one that he stays there, and the San, Dolphins eighteen to San one. San Francisco. No, they play in Lake Forest, Illinois. Bears. The Bears are <laughs> plus four seventy with a fourth so choice. None of those teams you mentioned seem likely based on the info we've gotten so far today. None right. of them. We're all going to rule out the Bears, right? Like none of us are going. Uh, yeah, you imagine that's not happening. Especially because no, they'd have to give up the roster. They'd for have to give right up now. the number one overall exactly. pick. Exactly. Like that's not happening. That's stupid. That, that's dumb. 
Wow. You, you, you're not even close to being able to maximize. So where is he going? The Patriots? The Steelers? I'm trying to think. Dude, of I'm like- telling you the Steelers would be the best drama. I, oh. That's what I'm cheering for. Here's what I'm wondering, too. Is this some sort of ownership collusion against yes, getting a fully guaranteed deal? Sure. I think absolutely. He's. I think 100%, Tyler, that they're... Uh, they have to be. If you, I don't think it's a stretch to know. I mean, or you have to even be considered an insider to know. You've heard the whispers. You know it. There are plenty of owners that are irate at what Cleveland did last year, and you can be sure that they've let Steve Biscotti know. You better not. They don't want this. No. They don't need this kind of this kind of precedent. This kind of news. They don't. They, they don't want it. So I think absolutely there could be some ownership collusion working against him if he's you know dead set on getting a fully guaranteed deal. I don't know that anybody's going to do that for him. And it could be why he ends up back in Baltimore, guys. Let's remember that. Yeah. He very well could end up back in Baltimore, but he doesn't have to accept the franchise tag. He could just he could just sit out. And the franchise no tag. Way. He, well, he, he could. This is the one position where you have the leverage. No, because the Ravens could say, we're tagging you. And that's it. Well, yeah, and if well, he, he doesn't, sit out. He doesn't have to play cap. in the playoffs. Yeah. And so he's going to leave well, 32 million on the table. But Cap, they'd get nothing. They'd get no picks. Think about it. Like, if he just sits out, quarterbacks have leverage more than any other player. Let's face it. There's, you can never the, make that money back, it's a whole year wasted. How, did Le'Veon get close to ever making it back? No, 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 no. no, no. I couldn't Absolutely remember not. the deal he signed. I remember. Was it not even because he said with the no Jets. longer with us, right? Todd Bowles. He's the queen. No, Todd Bell. Oh, Todd Bell. Bears. I thought you said Todd Bowles. I'm like, no. he's the coach of the box. No, Todd Bell. <laughs> with never that him. silly look on his face all the time. Uh, I, I think you're right. I think. Yeah, no, he, he did that. I think he passed. Years back, yeah. I remember asking him and Al Harris. Well, who tell everybody out. who those players those are. Those two guys were stars for the 84 Bears. Yeah. 85, they both can't get their deal done. They, they decide, screw you, we're sitting out. They both and the out. Bears called their bluff because they had the late Dave Duerson to plug well, in they there. They drafted Duerson in 83. Right. And, and they, they had yeah. a defensive line that went, okay, Al Harrison playing, whatever. Yes. And both guys, I asked them the question. They said, the biggest mistake of our life. We missed out on a Super okay. Bowl run and we could never make that money back. The difference is that was Todd Bell and Al Harris, not Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, who was True. an MVP three years ago. True. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm fascinated by this whole thing and how this plays out with him in the coming weeks. But the Steeler drama would be great. It would be really interesting if Belichick got involved in this. And then, yes, Tyler, I think you're 100% right. There is a, there's got to be something at play here with these owners quietly behind the scenes telling one another, this is not a road we want to go down. We can't allow it to happen in back-to-back off-seasons. And nobody better... Well, because Get crazy and step up and offer him a fully guaranteed contract. They know they need to hold the line, the owners do, because if they do give Lamar Jackson a contract on top of what Watson was able to guarantee, all of a sudden it's a new paradigm for quarterbacks in the NFL. Totally. They can all just say, you know totally. what? I'm look at Deshaun guaranteed. Watson, look at Lamar Jackson, and then that changes the way NFL contracts are moving forward. In their realize, minds, it's the last thing they can have going forward. We've got championship week going on in college basketball. I know. The NBA is in the final 20, 
whatever 20 games. games. 18 games, 20 games. We got hockey going, and the NFL is all people Boy, care about. I did want to. I did want to. Real. I did want to say something if I could at some point about Connor McDavid because I was watching Sabers, and I, I think I'm the Set only one. Career record. <laughs> I was watching Sabers and Oilers last night. I actually had it on. Were you watching it too? It was on ESPN Plus last night. He's insane. Dude, I wanted to say something. Maybe I'll still try to sneak it in. Just but... do it now. No, just do it now. G- guess where I'm he... going next Saturday? Edmonton. No, I'm seeing Edmonton <laughs> at the Kraken. Are you? Yes. That's awesome. Edzo left us tickets. Dude, I'll be in Seattle I, to see I, our I, son. He he has, a you guys, he has 124 points. There's there's 18 games left. I cannot wait to he, see him now in Now explain person. To, to folks, is that good? He, it's, it's good. It's insane. He, he is on pace for the most points in a season since Mario Lemieux had 161 in 1996. That was also the last time any player ever led the league in assists and goals. Mario Lemieux. 1996, folks. I was in college. Cap had hair, and he was working here, and it wasn't ESPN. Correct. That's how long ago that Mario Lemieux was the last player to ever finish the season. And McDavid might not do that, but he's going to lead in points. But... He might be the first player to ever finish a season leading the league in goals and assists since Lemieux in 96. Like, he is other friggin' worldly. He is so clearly, I think, right now, the best player in his sport amongst all sports. I'm not sure it's even close. You know, maybe Shohei because he's a freak. Mahomes? I mean... What if I were to tell you a healthy Aaron Donald is better than Mahomes? Probably not. You're probably right, Meller Mahomes. But I don't know that the gap is as big as it is in the NHL right now. It's not close. And it sucks because people don't care about hockey. But Connor McDavid is legitimately that good. He might be the most exciting player in sports anywhere today, other than maybe Lionel Messi in soccer. I don't even know about that at this point, considering Lionel Messi's age. I I don't think there's anybody in team sports like Connor McDavid right now, and it's too bad because it goes to waste because people don't like hockey enough. I'll give you the list of guys real quick in the history of the NHL that have a better career points per game average than Connor McDavid. You ready? Mm -hmm. Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and Mike Bossy. And that's it. You know Danny's upstairs. Going, I know. I, that's it. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Mike Bossy, Connor McDavid. That's the list. And it's okay, Cap. This is the hockey show. We allow it here. Nick is in Lions on ESPN 1000. What up, Nick? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, What's man. How up? are you? A uh, uh, couple of points. I just want to uh, – I talked to a lot of my friends, and it's like, as Bears fans, we've been starving for a quarterback. And – Take, we've seen so many of our, you know, first picks taken that haven't panned out. We have a guy that all you want is improvement from one year to the next. Have we ever had that? No, Not except much. for Justin Fields. Yeah, this is the first time we've ever had that, and he he has an elite ability that a lot of quarterbacks don't have to, you know, run with the ball. And for you to think he can't improve his passing, we're thinking like the caller I heard a while ago saying like, yeah, I only saw him look at his first read, first and a half read. Yeah, that's because he didn't have receivers to trust. You know, he's not just going to throw the ball up and like, yeah, I hope you catch it. You know, then he would have had, well, what, 
If they have an elite, if they, if they have an elite receiver, you you probably do that a little bit more often. Actually, he could use that. He could use someone he trusts to say, "I'm going to throw it up, and he's going to go get it." I, I mean, they. You're, but you're right, Nick. Like they need players like that to help them. They need some dynamic playmakers within their offense. I, I well, no, I, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they didn't have that. That's yeah. what I was saying. He was like, he was only looking at his first or first and a half read. I'm like. Well, he's not going to do that if he don't trust the guys around him. Yeah. And as as far as the draft picks, I would love them to trade with Carolina and get their first and future first round picks mm-hmm. and throw in DJ Moore. I would love that too. Hey, be great. Amen, or Nick. Brian Burns. Uh, either one. By the way, Jaquan Brisker. Yes. Now he's on a three and fourteen team. I like him. I'm glad he's our safety. Oh, what happened? This dumbass goes oh, on no. what Twitter. Happened? Somebody tweets, "Damn shame the MVP of the league getting treated like he ain't proven." About Lamar, he retweets the article and says, "MVP, LOL. Other bro got paid today and he's trash, fam." Talking about Danny Jones. Oh, wow. why would you do that? So he's. Daniel Jones beat you. So he's Daniel yeah, yeah, Jones, Dan, 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 Duke, <laughs> Jaquan Brisker out of his job like Jones, three times. Danny Bingo. Jones beat your ass, actually. He did. He was good that game. <laughs> yeah, Danny Dimes has got that good sleight of hand, man. I mean, you know, but 140, 160 million? Sorry, I'm not giving Danny Dimes 160 million. So I see. So Brisker's saying the former MVP can't get paid, but, but Danny, Danny Dimes Jones gets a buck 60. Yeah. And now it's everywhere. Bear safety, Jaquan Brisker, not holding back on what he thinks of Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. Trash. Can you imagine if the Bears lose again to him, what he'll say? Are the Giants on the schedule next year? I don't think so. I don't think so. We played them like I, every year. I don't think they are. Probably not, considering the way they the standings be, fell. They should yeah, be. They just had the East, and they didn't line yeah, up. And they won't line up standings-wise. We're going to uh, take more of your phone calls. We'll skip Would You Rather for this. We've got too many Bears and NFL calls going on right now. So we'll just keep doing that. We'll take more of your calls coming up at 312-332-3776. We'll do trivia a little bit later. Station trivia for a pair of tickets to the anniversary show at House of Blues on Friday, March 24th. You can still buy those tickets, but there aren't many left from what I understand. Go to LiveNation.com and search ESPN Chicago if you want to find the event and buy tickets. They're 25 bucks, so if you don't win, you should just be a lot it. of fun. Yeah. It's Cap and Carm, we're in for Waddle and Sylvie because it's spring trading on ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Spring Trading Tuesday on ESPN Chicago. It's been a pretty wild and fun day here in the NFL with the deadline day uh, arriving for all the tags. And Russell, uh, excuse me, Lamar Jackson getting tagged. The non-exclusive tag, which means he can go out and solicit the deal he's looking for. So far, we have a list of teams, though, that uh, apparently are not going to be in. And it's good news for the Bears. It's teams in the top ten that need a quarterback. According to reports, Falcons are going to be a no. Panthers a no. Raiders a no. It's all good. Uh, head scratch to all of us by the Commanders. Would be a no. That leaked out earlier. Uh, maybe they changed their minds. Maybe he still ends up in Baltimore, too. We'll see. But it's been pretty wild to follow this. Plus, Aaron Rodgers looks like he is inching closer to a deal with the Jets. Of course, that's going to have to be some sort of a trade, and it would be one that you would figure nets Green Bay something pretty impressive at you this got, point. i got to think he stays in Baltimore. You think so? You think Lamar stays? I mean, who's I mean, giving them what they want in return? Minimum two well, number the, the, ones. The minimum two number ones, if that's what they're cool with. 
they could always negotiate for more. I mean, who's playing quarterback for a playoff team? Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, who's out there? Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, Lamar. Are we talking about good quarterbacks? Somebody that you would feel comfortable if you're John Harbaugh going, I got a playoff team. That's oh, what yeah, they yeah. were. Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. You could always call Brady. He's not coming back. You sure? Did you see his tweet today? Uh, I, I saw the headline because there was well, more speculation. It's, what it's awesome. He's it's, definitely done? Yeah. Are we sure? Yeah, he's done. Okay. I believe. Tom Brady tweeted because there's all this. Yeah, uh, like it won't t- die. Dove Kleiman tweets. Tom Brady might not be done after all with his playing in the NFL, according to that Rich Eisen show who talked to people in Indy. Folks are saying keep an eye on Miami. Tom Brady retweets it. Anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. Okay, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, but I'm still not totally closing the book on Tom Brady. He's done. Blank. He's right, done. We'll see. He so is. let's see. That would mean Jimmy. Who else? Derek Carr's off the board. Rodgers is going to be off the board. It's... It's those two. I mean, I mean, I and, and uh, nobody's going to believe that Brock Purdy can be the answer. Not yet, right? I mean, nobody's going to say. Okay, so we can't possibly put Brock Purdy in that okay, conversation. So Lamar end up in San Francisco? No, that that's what I wondered when you were given the odds, but I don't know. And remember, San Francisco is one of those teams that doesn't have a first round pick right. this year, so they got to wait till after the draft. Yeah, they have to wait. That's right. No, they could go acquire a first round pick. Well, they could, I guess. But, yeah, they don't have one to give this year. They'd have to wait till But you probably have to give up a future first on top of that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's go to Anthony and Berwin. You realize if they did that, they'd have given up five number yes. ones for Trey Lance and, and, Lamar, and Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Anthony's in Berwin. What's up, Anthony? How you doing, Carm? We got Carm and Cappy. What's up, 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 buddy? Shout out to Yurko. Shout out to uh, the, the little man. Uh, and everybody at the at the at the uh, at the at the radio station. Who's I got the real, quick, the real quick, man? real quick, real quick. Okay, so who, who's the little man? Oh, you know it's so, it's uh, Sylvie, of course. Well, the little man. He's like, like everybody's little brother. He's the he's the best. Well, that's true. He's only a little brother. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, I want to give a quick shout out to what you guys do because Cap, I rode out to Valpo after hearing you at eight in the morning with UIC on the road at Valpo. Hoodie uh-huh. was up in the rafters. Yep. I turn around. And you are gone. Buzzer hit zero. You are out of there. I wake up the next day. No, Carm. Seriously, Carm. I wake up the next day. He's back. Boom. Voice right there. Of course. 8 a.m. Yes. On a dot. 7 a.m. This guy's a trooper, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I hit the remote starter on my truck. Yes. The car's warm. I literally... He's in his first rodeo, Anthony. See you later. Oh, oh, I had to put it together because I was like, I know where Valpo is. I know where, you know, Cap mentions kind of what area he stays around. Like, he went home and came back to the station and got me to work. Love you, man. Love you. You're the best. Now, Carm, you and I go back to Forest Park, Healy's West, way before Whiskey uh, Education and all that. But that's a long time ago. I love it. I I just want to send you guys some love. You're doing a great job. Two, Two franchises in the city getting it right. Coming from a Sox fan. The Bears, don't worry, guys. Mm. We're in the right seat. We're in the catbird seat. Justin works. Justin doesn't work. We need to fill out a roster right now. We're, we're not another gun with any money. If he works, fine. We pay him. If he doesn't work, we got a roster loaded full of players, and we can go find our guy. Yeah. Number two, the Cubs. I am so irate, upset, 
344, club level, season ticket holder, my dad, lifelong Sox fan, they're going to get there again before we do. I hate to say it, Carm. Pisses me they're, off. They're turning the wheel yeah. when we should be rounding third base. Yeah. You, Anthony, my man, uh, you might be right, and it pisses the ever-living you-know-what off. We got a big 5 o'clock hour coming up. Tickets to give away. More of your NFL calls. It's Cap. It's Carm. It's spring trading. We'll be right back.